Fuck, I already messed it up. Wow, like it, you actually sound like you have a podcast voice. I don't know if I should fight you or thank you. I'm really happy. I'm also I'm drunk. What are you gonna eat for? What are you eating for dinner? Um, so I, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna try to hit up when that sports so, bar. When you say so, I know it's gonna be a good story. I don't think. It's, I don't think this is a good story at all. Well, you always. That. Whenever you say so, though, I know it's going to go at least six more sentences further than it should. <laughs> <laughs> so, so every single story I start with so is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is Little Lit, the podcast where Andy gets insulted all the time. Barely. My name is Andrew Flynn. My name is Danny Burford. And I know. You don't insult me all the time, just most of the time. Let's no, you just like, do a good job of not having you get insulted when we're recording. I insult you quite a bit. I, I, oh, I'm aware that you insult me quite a bit. That wasn't the part that I was arguing about. Don't worry about I it. I only <laughs> insult you being about being old, though, on the podcast. Yeah. Which is this true. Is, this is the... <laughs> <laughs> No, math is math. What do you get? What do you, what do you I mean, do it's just about a fact. It? I don't know what to tell you. Unlike our last episode, might have suggested time is t- linear, and therefore you cannot, uh, <laughs> you can't just avoid a this giant graph. This week, this uh, aside <laughs> well, from talking talk, about graphs, aside from talking about geometry and graphs, apparently, <laughs> uh, we're going to discuss. Dungeons and Dragons. There it is. Baby! Because, because guess who is a brand new DM? I am. Did I, I, um, the talk that I went to was really fucking cool. Yes, okay, so, anyway, sorry. I'm a let's, brand let's, new let's, DM. Let's, let's ease our way into that real quick. But yes, d- yes, go ahead. I am a brand new DM. Uh, I have been wanting to play D&D for quite a bit. Like, even... Like even, back in but back Boston, in Boston, yeah. Sure. yeah. Um, well, I we talked for a while with, with with Jake in particular about that, right? Yeah. Were you part of that group yeah. too? Yeah. And, and, uh, and Andrew, I think, right, wanted to play, yep. wanted to play as well. Um, yep. Yeah, we had we had like the makings of like a four to six person group in there, but we couldn't find someone that actually was like wanted wanted to DM enough or was like an experienced DM because like I had said like man I could do it, but like I don't know that I really want to put the fucking effort into it to be honest. Yeah, it is fucking effort and i don't think i realized the amount of effort that it was oh, there's so much effort too yeah for sure yeah i have already probably like 20 to 30 pages of outline that's awesome though like it's i'm really excited and it's also like um so i'm playing with um my fiance uh <laughs> My feel shy. Playing with Sean. Um, I'm playing with my friend Natalie, and I'm playing with our friend Dan. Um, and they all three chose really interesting characters too, and are really playing them well, which is making it extra fun. And nice. all three of them are way more into the role play as opposed to the battle part. Portal, yeah, they're not. They're not, they're not, they're not, they're not. They're not using it as like a combat simulator. They they, they yeah. are like they they want to do the roles and everything. Yeah. yeah so it's like no. they all have voices. Like they're all like playing with voices and they all actually play to what like their characters are like lawful good versus yeah. like lawful evil versus like like chaotic, chaotic. good. Yeah. Chaotic evil. chaotic is she chaotic evil? No, chaotic good. She's chaotic good. 
Um, well, right, before we get into the specifics of the campaign, but I absolutely want to hear about this. I do yeah. want to back it up a minute and say, like, did you have any past experience with D and D? I mean, obviously not not playing because that's what we're talking about right now. This is the, fir- uh, the first, but um, did you want to do this a while a while ago, or did you have p- friends that you knew who played it way back when, or like what was what, what was your what was your interaction with like D and D as a thing? I guess. Zero. Um, My only interaction with, like, this type of game, I think, would be um, uh, the the boys that I grew up next to were really into Magic the Gathering. Yeah, dude. Sure. (laughs) Um, I I, I know how to play Magic. I played it sometimes. I I, I, uh, professionally with incredibly heavy air quotes played the star wars card games growing up so yeah i it's ccgs were, were, were my bread and butter for sure yeah like but i didn't necessarily i didn't none of my friends played that i know of i don't really know anyone else my other connection you know to any it, nerds like that <laughs> my other connection to it was um uh my first job out of college at emerald publishing shout out Shout out. Um, I, to, be, to be fair, that is why I know you. So, I mean, shout out. Yeah, yeah, shout out. Shout out. Um, one of the girls that I worked with played D&D, like, hard fucking core and was uh-huh. so into it and told me, like, the stories of the campaign they were on and, like, the story of her character. And, and it was so fucking cool. And I think mm-hmm. I've always loved the lore of it and being able to build that kind of world. I nev- I didn't necessarily think that I was going to be a dm yeah but i don't hate it so far i think it's really fun oh yeah i i don't i mean and like if you're into it that's like that that's pretty much half the battle right there like if, if you are invested and you want to like see it through that's the majority i would say of it because i think that the impetus is the, the important part um yeah did you have any experience with it like from pop culture or anything like that did you have an impression of how it was gonna go or was it all just kind of like you know Interest once level. once we decide i mean there was always like adventure zone <clears throat> which i listened to not oh, super heavily but i had listened to a few episodes um and then now i am like in fucking trenched in it to the where point are, where i've needed oh, to take a break uh for for for, for everyone else or anyone else that might not know uh the adventure zone is a podcast by the McElroy brothers who do my brother my brother and me um yeah. it's a heavy i don't want to say heavy influence but like it's it's something, it's something that we've both listened to yeah. plenty as far as podcasting um and then uh the adventure zone is really great because it starts off as kind of like isn't this funny like we're making jokes while playing D and then like a little Griffin's bit later, such it's like a good DM. Yes, and, and and like later, but later on they get serious about it. Like later on, yeah. they obviously like care about what happened. Because he starts telling like a, an actual story, and he story. Get, like Griffin, the DM, starts to tell an actual like story as opposed to just like uh, a, a, a launching pad for jokes. You know, what yeah. I mean? and, and and so then it becomes a real thing that you get invested in. How far are you into it? Uh, roughly, you. you did Crystal Caverns at least, right? Crystal Kingdom. Kingdom, Kingdom, sorry. Don't get yeah. it fucking wrong. There's an old, old Apogee I, uh, like game, I, side scroll game called Crystal Caverns, I think. I just ended Crystal Kingdom, so I, okay. I and we are now at the eleventh hour. Okay, then I, I, obviously no spoilers or anything like that, so yeah. no worries there. But yeah, um, I just want to make sure I knew. Yeah, yeah, I just got to like the bubble, whatever. Yeah, yeah that's um, a great one. Yeah, I don't know anything about it other than they're no talking worries. to a bird right now. 
and oh yeah you're, you're 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 really early on yeah oh yeah, yeah like they literally no just got there i'm on like the first episode yeah it's it's a it's just a very it's a very good podcast um i, I recommend it to anyone who want who wants to like listen to a DD podcast w- with the understanding that uh at the beginning it's very novice level and then it gets to be much more st- storytelling based as it goes on and, and as you're saying it's as you said about like your friends it's not a combat simulator in any way they're not yeah. like being super hardcore about like the rules of engagement and things like that, but it's a very, very good like storytelling vehicle, and Griffin yeah. does a great job. And I'm not gonna obviously spoil anything about the end of it, but um, it, it pays off in my opinion. So I hope yeah. you really enjoy it. I am so like this is something that I was talking with Natalie about because she didn't quite understand like what the point of things were. She's like, well, are we supposed to be asking you to make checks? Like, are we supposed to be asking you if we can roll for things? Are we supposed to be asking you, like? all these kinds of things. I was like, well, realistically you should be asking your party and talking to your party about things and like working that out. And then if you get to a point where I need you to roll like a perception check or I need you to roll like a wisdom check or whatever, that's when you roll. So like you guys are deciding what you want to do together. And I'm kind of the one that is narrating if it's possible like almost like the goosebumps books if you get to the end and you're like go to page 62 like i'm the one that's telling you what page to go to Mm -hmm. like that's what i'm here for and i'm also here for if you need someone to let you know like hey what do those mountains look like or hey like what like that kind of thing and i can either explain it to you or i can have you roll something to see if you get to know what it is and and everything like that and they just um beat their first monster oh nice yeah which is cool yeah of Um, course it's an accomplishment yeah they defeated a mimic it took two sessions (laughs) (laughs) but it's really like their characters are so fucking dope so sean is a um dwarf barbarian Mm -hmm. who is a failed bard a failed bard a failed bard um what, what and... he's pulling something out of his book of regrets there isn't he yeah <laughs> naturally uh and he is a decorated uh veteran okay so we had to as soon as he said that i was like fuck i have to make up a war so, <laughs> you gotta need to make the backstory for it yep sure yeah so he had a squabble his town had a squabble with the gnomes that live next door Fucking which gnomes. is interesting because this like arc right now is very gnome heavy so i've had to work uh, that into the story a yeah. little bit yeah so he's and got like a, like, like a racial animosity as far as yeah so i've had him roll like disadvantage <clears throat> um for like charisma or hospitality mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and stuff yeah like that. that's a great idea yeah um and even though he's like put that those years behind him like still other sticks peop- there yeah other people haven't and then we have Natalie, who is a dragonborn paladin. Okay. Who is right, seven yeah. feet tall. So uh, she's Natalie. Is, yep, Natalie. <laughs> uh, who's very, very young. Uh-huh. Um, his name is <laughs> Sir Ina Williams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. There you go. That's a, that's, a, that's a very fair first character name for sure. Yep. He was accidentally knighted. Oh, I like that. Um, accidentally knighted, and they are chaotic good. 
and they're trying to still figure out which religions are calling to them or which gods are calling to them. Mm-hmm. So they go through um, bursts of being really into things and then being really out of things. So it's like, you know, when you were a kid and you only ate one kind of cereal for like two weeks and then you couldn't eat them again. So when I'm 39 years old and I eat the same kind of cereal for two weeks and I have to bail out of that cereal yes. for a while. Yeah, I get yeah. you. So it's like that exact same thing. So like the first campaign, she was super into saving animals. Mm-hmm. And the second campaign, she's like, fuck all animals. Like, this is fucking dumb. Like, just get rid of it. Like, so, but I I sometimes have her role disadvantage because she doesn't have three gods that she is, like, pulling from. So gotcha. if she's yeah, doing yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, and then we have Dan, who is a half-elf, half-human sorcerer, mm-hmm. um, whose backstory is... Um, his mother died in child bo- childbirth as well as birth. <laughs> sorry, child, ch- ch- child, child, child My son is also named child birth. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> um, whose twin brother also died. And now he hears voices in his head and he thinks he's being haunted by his twin brother. Oh, I like that. All right. Yeah. So that's been really fun. They, like, really, like, built up their characters, which is so fucking cool. Like, they're yeah, super... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, of course. And they have, they have like, voices for them. And I've created this... When they first came to Fandolin, they went to the bar. They're also super big drinkers. Oh, they're doing, all... Fand- they're doing Fandolin as well? Yeah. Are you, are you, or, sorry, you're setting this in Fandolin? Yeah, yeah, that's, like, our setting is Fandolin. And I've turned Fandolin into, um, like, a hipster kind of like new wave place because it is new it's Uh like in the sense that it was abandoned and then a whole bunch of people came back and so it's one of those almost like like, a a mining town yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but it's been like everyone there is like pretty young um and they're all super hipstery Mm -hmm. so like the bar serves like IPAs and serves like tri- like triples and stuff like like that kind of thing. Everyone's leather armor is flannel patterned and yes. stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like been very like building that <clears> up and I, there's a character who's a gnome, her name is Sally, who is like their um kind of like self-help guide. Their liaison. <laughs> yeah. Um it's been fun though. It's cool. I've been enjoying it. <laughs> as i would hope you would if you're yeah. if you're this deep into it too um did any of them have playing experience beforehand no we're all new okay you're no all new one has okay, played cool. anything nice that, that, that's good though because like you, you don't have a like level of expectation that anyone needs to hit like you don't need to um not. you don't need to be like well in my last game they, 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 we did it this way or something like that yeah. which like i'm not i'm not saying that you can't of course adapt and move on but that that, that sometimes that is the enemy of the good or where, where, where you're yeah. like where you're always reaching back to try to satisfy like well you know this is how my old dm did it or something yeah. like that sean is so into it yeah dude he is be. like wildly into it we got to a point which was like a really good stopping point last wednesday we were playing once a week we got to like a very good point and he's like well let's continue on and i was like well no you have to start a whole new quest yeah and like the next quest that we're doing is a really long one well like will probably be long sure and 
he was like, <laughs> he's oh, like should... oh man he was like we should start it and i was like no like it doesn't it doesn't make sense like we need to stop i know this is like and this was only like an hour and a half session i'm sorry but like one i can't talk anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i'll do it were your dms like the dms that you had in the past like were they very like created voices for different characters and shit like that no, we like honestly, no, like I, I totally respect and understand the voices thing. I'd never did that myself. Um, and and, and and to be honest, I'm not super into it as a, as a thing. Um, this is not again any kind of slander whatsoever. Just um, I I would mostly be through groups that were trying to play out a story, and they were all pretty good about playing out the like their roles and everything like that. Um, and but. There were some people that were like min maxing more. That were obviously trying to like make the best character. You know mm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and that that always has rubbed me the wrong way about about D and D in general. But or sorry, D and D in particular. But like things in general, when people are really min maxing shit, as as opposed to just like kind of like letting the game be the game. Yeah. Um, I played like two distinct different sessions i played or two different different games um no that's not true i played at two different times in my life i played multiple different games but um i played in high school um and it was the fucking epitome of every stereotype that you've ever seen like mm. we played in like my friend's basement we uh were like we we we, we always had like we were like you know 16 17 18 or whatever we were drinking like mountain dew and shit like that we weren't <laughs> drinking beer uh, we would, I'm sure, have like Cheetos and shit like that down there oh, as well. Yeah. Um, in that one, I was a paladin early on. Um, I uh, I think it's because I was playing Diablo 2, and mm. I that was a class that I knew existed, and I wanted to be like a useful fighter or something like that. Because um, I, when I f- first started playing Diablo 2, I was a necromancer, but then I mostly played barbarians afterwards. It's a long story, anyways. Mm. Um, and so I, I I played a paladin character. Um, I we had a pretty like good rapport as a group. Like we had like a shithead wizard who would always be like the like the like the chaotic neutral at best character, if not chaotic yeah. evil. Um, I. <laughs> Uh, the, 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 I, I w- I've always been a very like sarcastic person, and so my uh, like my um, my. DM gave me this ability as a paladin that was like uh, like a righteous rebuke or something like that where I would make some kind of if I made some kind of like particularly cutting comment then it would like silence that person for X amount of turns mm. and like uh, and, and and like and they would feel like, like like almost like a like a flat back of the hand kind of slap like for like D4 damage like nothing at all as far as that yeah. went but like more of like the, the smart of it um and I, I don't think we, I don't think we were old enough to realize at the time that like silence was actually a very big deal because like you can use it against spellcasters to make sure they can't cast spells. But like, yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, in college was a different thing. Um, in college, I played with my friend group, and uh, sophomore year they played, and I was like, no, fuck this. I don't want to play. I don't. I don't have to do something ever like once a week. I want to be able to go out and drink with my friends and blah blah. Mm-hmm. blah. Uh, but all my friends were playing D and D, as it turned out. <laughs> so it wasn't like the it, it wasn't like the 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 um, uh, the burden that I thought it was going to be. So uh, senior year, when everyone was back, excuse me, from being abroad, uh, freshman year or sorry, uh, junior year, we were 
all playing together as a group again. And we were playing in our friend's apartment, which is a quad. And uh, I think there were eight of us at the height of it. Uh, I, mean, I think it might have been six at times, depending on who was playing. Yeah. Basically, every Sunday, we would, uh, we would run the campaign. And um, we would get there. We would... Someone, whoever's turn it was, would put a 30 rack of Natty Light in the middle of the room. And then we would just like drink and play D&D the entire, the, the entire awesome. time we were there. And it was a lot of fun. Um, and from then on out, I always played rogues. I really liked playing rogues. Um, and uh, partly I liked the like, kind of like muddled uh, good or bad type idea. Mm-hmm. And part of it was like very basic level storytelling, like liking Han Solo or people like that. Yeah. Uh, but also... I like that type of thing. I like not being the big bad fighter. I like being kind of the sneaky one. And I like being the, yeah. you know, the one that had the like, useful skills. And I like that, generally speaking, the DMs that I had were not making it into this big war campaign, but were instead giving opportunities for like every type of player to, yeah. or every type of character to be, to be useful. We had, um, so <clears throat> Sean, his dwarf, named Orthgor. Orthgor, Orthgor. <laughs> <laughs> um was he was going into rage and he has two sorry, sorry. i picture him going to like a rage against the machine concert that's yeah. like really throwing yeah. me at the moment yeah um was going into rage and he had two battle axes and with the mimic he took them and he enraged threw them at the mimic and he rolled like a three <laughs> <laughs> and so as like a repercussion I had him then, like, he his battle axes were then across the floor. Yeah. So he had no other... He only had his fists. He had nothing else. And I had them, like, like go across the floor and, like, clink, 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 clink. And, like, show up at um, Aiden, who is uh, our sorcerer's, like, feet or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they're, like, at Aiden's feet. And then Aiden was... Uh, throwing a spell everyone was rolling so fucking bad so aiden threw a spell and it was like a four so i had the spell hit off of the top of it was all rock hit off the top of like this rock um cave and go all around and everyone had to take two points of damage because it actually hit everyone yeah um and it was just like something that i learned when i was at the dm talk was that to give repercussions for not smart play, yes. but to not hin- like not hinder it, like don't like not allow it, but just to show that there are like if you're gonna roll a bad roll, there are repercussions for it. You're just like not gonna have yeah. nothing happen. If you if, if you if you decide to do something that's a little bit risky, uh, or even not like super risky, but you roll super terrible mm-hmm. at, it, then there is some kind of yeah repercussion. There's some kind yeah. of consequence uh, of it. Like I, 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 I had a couple of really good DMs. Like um, the one the, in the game I'm thinking of, it was either my friend Justin shout out or Jeff. But um, there was uh, is a, Jeff not going to shout out? Uh, Jeff is not going to listen to this podcast. Justin will, hence the shout out. Um, <laughs> So, uh, or just a mite, I should say. Um, so, uh, we were fighting like a dragon and I was a rogue. Uh, and I was like, you just don't do that much fucking damage as a rogue. Like you can, you can yeah. take, you can take like your, um, 
Um, I don't know remember the right term. I think we were playing 3.5 at the time. I don't think it was ascendancy, but you get my idea. Like you, you take like your basic class and then the thing that you're going, your prestige class, I think it was, um, oh, like what, okay. you're, what, you're, what you're aiming for. And um, like I could get some damage uh, like over time, but it was a build and it was specific. It was like situation specific. Like you had to be like backstabbing someone. You had to be like flanking or like behind yes. someone or something like that and all these things. So I was trying to figure out how to be useful and I was like, you know what I want to do? We're finding like an ice dragon. I was like, I'm going to run. I'm going to slide on the ice. And when I'm underneath the dragon's exposed belly, that's when I'm going to like do a dagger attack and hit it. And my friend who was DMing, again, I think it was Justin. I could be wrong. was like, all right, you got to roll for that though. So, yeah. you know, here's your dex check. Uh, you know, here, you know, like to, to make to make your to make your tumble, to make your your you know whatever slide you want to do, you make you make your attack. But now it's but but now you you're you're you're, you're basically like backstabbing someone, so you get all these like bonuses for being able to yep. hit them from an unexpected place and shit like that. Point is that like they built it into the story properly. Like they mm-hmm. like they're like, okay, what do you want to do? All right, cool. That sounds like a good idea. I'm gonna let you do that, but I'm gonna make sure that you have to earn it mm-hmm. by, 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 yeah. by by rolling for it properly and if i didn't do it i succeeded it was a good hit and everything like that but if i rolled badly the dragon probably would have like sat down or like swiped its tail or something like that and like yep. sent me flying across the ice or some shit um yeah. or i would have lost all my daggers bouncing off the uh scaly underside or something along those lines like, was... I, I i think that's a really good way to do it like where, where it's like you you want to encourage people to do something but you want them to not just try anything because then it gets kind of like grandiose and bullshitty that's what i'm gonna so their first campaign we're playing right now like essentials kit um fifth edition we're doing mm-hmm. dragons of ice ice fire peak um yeah. whatever uh but one of the first campaigns they did was um they have to go out to it's like five miles out of the city I'm also not making them care about like food and water because I agree with that. I just I can't care about. You don't want to micromanage people's no. shit. Like so, if like, that's the point of the campaign, that's totally different. Yes. But if it, but like otherwise, like why fucking bother? No. So, but we get out there and they're trying to let the a woman who is an apothecary, living in a windmill, know that there is an, a dragon in the outskirts of town and like she needs to come to town, and. When they get there, there's a manacore there. And right. so there's like two ways I can go, obviously. They either fight the manacore or they talk with the manacore and like try and reason with the manacore. And so immediately, Natalie, who is playing Chaotic Good, is like, she's in her I love all animals. <laughs> so she wants to like make friends with the manacore, everything like that. And she ends up using, she's like, well, I have like 20 pounds of like elk rations. Do you want my elk rations? Like, do you want like my food? Uh-huh. And I was like, I mean, yeah, I guess. Like that was the whole point. The manicure wanted food. It was trying to kill the woman living in the windmill. But they didn't kill the manicure. So now I am working it. And at that point, the manicure was like, I had him damaged because he was going to be way too high of a class for them to beat. So I had him, like, without a couple of, like, his tail spikes. And I had him, like, Mm -hmm. obviously limping and that kind of thing. So I was bringing down, like, half HP. Um, But now I'm going to have them, like, 
meet him again. Yeah, re-encounter. Yeah. Re-encounter at like full strength. Nice. I like that. And it's going to be kind of like you, like you hear over here, like these farmers saying like, yeah, I lost all my sheep last night. Like there was, I, all I saw was like these huge paw prints in the dirt. And they're like, what if? Oh yeah, no. exactly. And like do that. And I'm also going to bring in the knight that accidentally knighted Natalie. Yeah. To nice. Handlin yeah. And like work that into it. Do you do you talk to each player like individually on the side at all and be like, hey, what are you trying to do? What are your goals? Or like, what's your full backstory? Like, do you like do you, like do you have any kind of like side sessiony stuff or do you? I'm going to next week. Okay. Um, I wanted them, to, so I gave our first two sessions to figure out if that's what they actually wanted to do. Sure, sure. Because it was everyone's first time playing, so I wanted to kind of yeah, be like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I kind of wanted to be like, hey, you chose to be a half elf sorcerer. If after you still two, want to do that. if after two sessions you're not liking it, mm-hmm. and also like you chose like chaotic evil or you chose lawful evil, like if you don't want to be that, like I'm gonna give you two sessions to kind of figure it out, and you yeah. can change it, and then like let's have some like some good character sessions and stuff like that. Yeah, like Natalie cool. realized. She's like, I don't know if I want to be this dumb. And so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, well, why don't... I don't want to fill all my wisdom te- checks. Yeah. God damn. And I was like, well, why don't we work into it? Like, once you choose who your gods are, you start oh, actually yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, figuring out who you are. And that's your, very good, yeah. Yeah, and your intelligence starts to kind of, like, come too. And, like, we can work that into your character arc. And, like... With Sean, he's trying to, like, he is, like, a, a dwarf barbarian, but he's, like, kind of haunted by the war that he was in. He's trying to make good for it. So he's trying to, like, be, like, this jolly good person who is, like, making up for things that he's done. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, like, like why don't, like, what if we work in some things that, some decisions that you might make that don't aren't really on par with who you are as a person but that that kind of thing so yeah like i'm now that people are kind of like really solidifying who they want to be yeah i get very andy i get so (laughs) fucking into this (laughs) that's 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 good though that's what you want from like the storyteller and the hub of everything too yeah that's that that's really that's really cool that's a good way to do it Mm. like i I had with with aiden he was doing a spell and he rolled a bad roll and so i said as you're beginning to say this spell you start hearing voices in your head and you start hearing your brother talking to you and saying (laughs) these things to of like what are you doing like you can't make this spell you can't do this spell like you're not good enough for this spell Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and start oh it's so much fun it's it it really is like I, I i like i like it i think the most important part of um when you have a group is that like you're that you have the same mentality of what you're trying to do like are you trying to tell a story or are you trying to be like the best character or are you yeah. trying like like what like what, what what's the how how are you going to uh, heavy quotes win this game? Like what mm-hmm. like what's the thing? And, I, and personally, I don't think it, I don't think D and D should ever be a game that you that you think about as winning. I think that you should be more about like playing your role properly and trying to have your character survive, just like any other person would want to survive. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, but 
I think that what the DM wants out of the campaign and what the players want out of the campaign are not always the same thing. And so the most important thing is to be on the same page. So it yeah. sounds like you guys have a really good setup as far as that goes. Yeah. That's really good. One of my favorite things is we were, just, we were ending the last session and we were going on to their third, their third like first level quest. So they're mm-hmm. now, they're level two right now. After they complete this third one, they're going to be level three. And then they have to complete two quests in order to get up or whatever like if it's a yeah. big quest whatever i'm also not gonna like hold on to the rules that hard no of course yeah 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 but we we were getting to the third one and sean was like really excited to play it and i was like no what's well, probably gonna take a few sessions or whatever and he's like yeah and then we then we fight the dragon and i was like no he's like <laughs> wait we don't fight the dragon after the third one i was like you're level three. You've got nothing, buddy. Nothing. I was like, you think you're going to fight a dragon? I was like, it took you two sessions to fight a mimic with like 50 HP. That's like, who do you think you are at this point? Like, you are um, like the Night's Watch. Uh, fuck, I have, to, I have to drink for that. Uh, you do. You haven't brought it up in a while, at least not first. You're like a Gren and Pip learning at the wall yes. you know what i mean like like, yes. like, you, like you're, you're not even john at this point and, no. john, and, and like john's like your level like four or five mentor and he's not even that big of a deal as far as no. that goes well so yeah you're like Gren and pip and sam or some shit like that like you're not yeah yeah it was just, he was like yeah and then we get to fight the dragon and i was like don't even look at the dragon don't <laughs> please, even please, so i'm please, gonna please, work please, the please. dragon into it in a sense of like cameo yes so yeah, he's gonna be I like, like they're gonna He's not listening. Yeah. They're gonna they're leaving their um or they're about to head out to their next adventure, which is like twenty miles outside of the town. And I'm gonna have them like hear like f- like a whole bunch of like insane sounds, really loud sounds and like the woods and everything like that. And then like in the far distance they see a dragon Sorry. holding an entire grizzly bear. Just like in shreds. Like grizzly bear is like in shreds, just like flying off into the mountains, just so they can have a like a peak, like a of what what this power is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's also I'm having him be a younger dragon too, so he's gonna be like even better. So he's gonna be like smaller then, and then they're gonna see him in like two campaigns. He's gonna be a little bit bigger. Like you're gonna notice he's a little bit bigger. He's like more filled out. He seems like he's leveling up. Yeah, and so like, it's like you don't know what you're gonna get when you get to him. Yeah, yeah. (sighs) (laughs) I like this. This is a really good idea too. (laughs) And 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 this is like a. If you're as long as you're all on board, which it very much sounds like you are, this is the kind of thing that you can like you can tease out for a while. Like depending depending yeah. on how often you do it, depending on how long you meet, depending on how everything works. Of co- of course, um, yeah. because like people's lives get in the way, and there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. Um, yeah, you could have a, you have a really interesting campaign. So yeah, are, are, you're, are, you're 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 definitely still down. You definitely still are, are, are a fan, huh? Oh, hardcore. Yeah. The amount of work that I'm putting into this is um, more than my job. So I hope that no one that I work with is listening to this. Because <laughs> there are plenty of times where I'm like sitting there and I'm like doing my job. And then I go, well, that's a really fucking good idea. And then I go over no, here. And start I, real quick. Yeah, I have like my Google Notes and I have everything. Um, so for every campaign, I have a different headline for every room. Uh-huh. And then just like throw like, yeah. 
insane. It's good I'm though. It's good. Insane. It's good. It's good that you care because like we, that kind of stuff matters. Like I think that if you have again, it, it, there are some groups that get combative. Like depending on the personalities that you have of the people involved, not the characters, yeah. but the people involved. Like some people want to like. Like, I'm playing a chaotic evil character, and I have to be part of this party, but I'm still going to play a chaotic evil character. And so you yeah. always have this, like, like, oh, I said, like, when I was a paladin in high school, uh, like, my, my session then, I there was, a, there was like, a, um, at the very best chaotic neutral, like, sorcerer. And so, like, every time that they did something that, like, obviously would go against my morals, I would have to check them. And it would have to yeah. be a thing where we'd have, like, an ongoing fight. And, like, that can make for interesting storytelling, don't get me wrong, but, like, when you have people that aren't on the same wavelength about, like, what you're trying to do with the mm. game, it can kind of turn a little sideways. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's no complaints about my uh, about my high school game. Like, uh, it, it, was a, it was a very fun time, but uh, that is something that can cause rifts down the line, so. Yeah, yeah. I had Sean, um, <clears throat> Sean found an amulet that he really liked, and so he... He was like, I want it. And he grabbed it. And now I have it kind of be this like curse. Yeah, it's like yeah. not necessarily a curse, actually. So I'm having it be kind of like it gives him like one extra hit point depending on like what he's throwing. But he doesn't want to part with it. Uh, okay, gotcha. Yep. But he's lawful good. So he comes into situations where he feels like he needs to part with it. So like when they were meeting the dwarf, like the dwarvish kings. And he like was like, I have an amulet, and then it didn't n- that didn't come of anything, and uh-huh. so he like hid it back in his jacket, like he like hid yeah. it back in like what he was wearing, and like working that a little bit into it. But the amulet actually has plus two for anyone who is like a paladin and or like some sort of religious sect. Uh, so, so perhaps in the future. So if it was given to Natalie, if he can overcome his, well, it would probably be a Constitution check for his, uh, um, mm-hmm. his Frodo esque obsession with the. But the, the longer that he wears it, uh, weighs on him that, more. That it weighs on him, and like, I'm also eventually not now, but I'm eventually gonna have him have to roll disadvantage for things, and him not know that it's because of the amulet. Nice. Nice. Oh, I'm so I like that. excited, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like you're telling a story. Isn't that it's great? Isn't like that great? I so I'm gonna do the up. I'm gonna I'm gonna do uprooted, as like our. I'm gonna do uprooted as like uh um the the book that we read. Oh oh yeah sorry sorry I'm gonna I, I, run I, it as a campaign. I was thinking of tangled for some reason. No, like no, the, no, no, the no, Disney, no. Yeah yeah I gotcha. Yeah. But I'm I'm gonna run it as a campaign. Nice. That's awesome. That's a really yeah. good call. I hope that works out. <laughs> I'm just like, it's fine. It's not a big deal. I'm just like, would rather that to be my job. Yeah. Or podcasting. Well, or this. This could be my job too. We could podcast about D&D. No one's ever done that before. No one's ever. We can do it right now. I rolled a 20. 